Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride. Time to take off, it's time to fly. Cause Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise. Hey, 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 y'all. It's me, Tamra. 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 Yeah. So, y'all, I know I'm late. You know what I'm saying? This last week was so crazy that by the time I got my life together, you know what I'm saying? It just, here we are. I feel like I'm just getting my life together. And really, that's not even true because my life is still in shambles. And some ways but man this last week was insane and what I learned this last week and man shout out to Lindsay really let's know what it is you feel me man this whole vulnerability thing that I've been talking about lately um what I realize is it's not that I have a problem with vulnerability just in general like when I am on the other side of whatever it is, you feel me? I can tell you every detail, every thought, every fear, every insecurity, every, every, everything, right? I don't have no problem with that when I'm on this other side. When I'm on the other side, but when I'm in the middle, when I'm in the struggle, when I'm going through, when I'm triggered, when I'm whatever, that's when I don't want to tell people. And what I realize. Is there a levels to this? Because if it's like blatant disrespect where it's like, man, you know what, you, you know what I'm saying? You know what you was doing. I'll tell you that. I don't have no problem letting you know the way that you offended me or whatever. That really doesn't, though, happen often to me. Like, I can't, and I don't mean that in a whatever way, but like, because of who I associate myself and surround myself with, I don't have situations where people blatantly disrespect me. However, when it's something that it's like, well, it bothered me, it made me feel some type of way, but it wasn't like, you know, super blatantly outright disrespectful. I realized that's what I struggle with. I struggle with telling people how I feel. And the reason why is because I realized there have been many times that I've told people how I feel and they've invalidated my feelings. And so the message that that sent to me is that, well, don't tell people how you feel when it's, you know, it's not that serious because they're probably going to invalidate it anyway. Not true. You know what I'm saying? And I've, I've had some conversations with people where they've been like, you know, you have to believe the best about whoever you have to believe that now, obviously if they've shown you this right strangers, you can't be, I mean, you believe the best about people, but you know what I'm saying? If someone has shown you who they are and they've shown you that if they knew they hurt you in that way or offended you in that way, they wouldn't want to. Um, what someone told me is you have to give them like the benefit of, knowing that they offended you so that they can correct whatever 
And I remember when they, when I had that conversation, I was just, you know, I like gave pushback a little bit and I'm, yeah, you know what I mean? And then I was given like three opportunities in the same day to like <laughs> be vulnerable and it, they all went well, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's really interesting because it's like, I have really, and I think it's because um, I realize I'm grieving. I don't know if I've said this on here. I told a really good friend of mine that, but I don't know if I've said it to y'all. Like, there's been so much loss. You know, I'm an empty nester. We moved. I, oh, I guess I could tell y'all I changed careers. So I am no longer doing any of the subcontracting work that I was doing that was related to the social work field. I am now the marketing director. So I, it's so wild to say I got a job. I still have my company. Um, but where we were at with my company is I was kind of, because of the way things went where I was forced to make a choice and I bet on me, I was, I did a lot of different things and I really don't want to do all that I was doing just to like stay afloat. And so I'm the marketing director at my church, which is wild to think that I'm in full-time ministry, but this is what it looks like. I was doing project management. So it's what I'm, it's what I was doing. Plus, you know, more, it's so dope though. It's like, I'm doing writing. I'm the producer on podcasts and content shoots because they have two podcasts that they do audio and visuals and then we do a lot we are a very content heavy church so we do a lot of like videos that are either for social medias or for showing you know during church or whatever um there's social media stuff there's this um self-fed 365 where different people from the church will record a video of basically what they got from the daily reading and stuff like that. So there's with that, I do video editing and then the social media account for that. And then even recruiting people and communicating things. That's like a project. That's like the first project I've had. That's like, I completely own it from start till there probably won't be a finish because it'll probably keep going and that's okay. And so it's it's been really, really cool. My official first day was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and it's been so dope. It's such a interesting thing because I've been going to this church for 10 years. I've been, we'll say for the last, like almost a year, been like consistently serving because I was consistently serving for like seven or eight years, and then I took a seven-month break because the lord told me to sit and then came back and just went from being the admin to project management to now on staff full-time as a marketing director what's dope about it is it's not the traditional nine to five so i i haven't gone back to that so that's dope also now i can with my company decide what like services or whatever i want to offer and have it be do what I actually want to do and enjoy doing and not have the pressure of having to just do stuff to make sure that I have money. But also I love what I do with my new job. Like it's, I mean, I write so many different things. Like I write bios for people. I write impact stories. I write descriptions for podcasts and 
messages and emails and all. it's just all of my creative juices are flowing maybe pause because that you know whatever but I I love it so much and so though with that the social work field I was in for golly like 15 years and so that's another ending then with that the vehicle that I had was a work vehicle so when I I really felt the Lord say you know end that season so yesterday well yesterday at the time of this recording shout out to 12 cow but I returned the vehicle so now I am without a vehicle now the nice thing is that the family that I live with they I mean the wife is on staff at the church too I I think the husband is too um they're just in a different area than me so like they most of the time when I have to be there, they have to be there or there's somebody that I could get a ride with. We have office days that are like, we have to go, we have a studio, I should actually say, but there are offices at the studio. And so we go to the studio for sure for, I'd say like three to four days a week, depending on what's going on in that week. And so um, with that, who if I need to get there I could get a ride. So it's like if I even even when I need to go to the gym, a lot of people from my church and from the creative team go to the gym. So I'll just get a ride with somebody. You know, usually it's so funny how I don't be one to say people's names on here. Like I'll say my kids names, but when it comes to other people, I just be like, y'all don't I don't know. <laughs> like y'all don't need to know everybody name like that. Lindsay's been on the show, so that's why I'll say her name cuz between just being a guest and then Pin Tam Z, like y'all know who that is, but anybody else, I just feel like y'all ain't going to know who that is anyway. But one of my friends has been really especially the gym cuz like not everybody goes like consistently or goes when I would go or whatever so I'll ask him like hey when are you gonna go and then just ride with him now it's funny because with that I had to get over feeling self-conscious about riding in somebody's car after like working out because just yeah but I had to get over that because it's like I can't not go and I mean I don't have a car right now um, cause there was even times when the car like didn't work, um, and just all this stuff. So yeah, lots of endings. And so with that, lots of grieving. And so with that, my emotions have been like really, really raw. And I remember telling him the same person that I don't, for whatever reason, and I know it's a me thing cause no one has done anything to me, but I was telling him how I don't feel secure in any of my relationships and I want to push everybody away and shut down because that's my thing like even when I get really really upset with people I'm not the go off on you type person that is extremely rare I am the shut down and just shut you out and you don't exist to me type person no one's done anything though and so I remember telling him that I'm like I'm, I'm trying not to do that um, because y'all don't deserve that, but this is like just where I'm at or whatever. And he was able to encourage me and all that, but it's just like, even telling him that like, there's that vulnerability because you don't know how somebody's going to receive that. But what I appreciate about it 
is he didn't invalidate my feelings or make it about him because it wasn't about him. Like some people might get defensive, like, especially he's like done a lot for me or a lot of times is like my soundboard or just whatever. And so it could have been easy for him to get in his feelings and be like, what you mean you don't feel secure in our friendship? Like, you know, but he didn't because it wasn't about him. But even with that, that was a vulnerable conversation I had last week. Um, I had a conversation with my boss where I was just kind of like telling her I'm in a new role and there's just lots of stuff going on. And so I was just kind of telling her some stuff. That was a vulnerable conversation. Then I had a conversation with somebody else who they sent a text message and it, it wasn't, again, it wasn't blatantly disrespectful, but it's just like this one part of the text message just kind of had me like, mm, mm -mm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling that. And then I went, like I told her, but it's like, I debated on it if I was even going to say anything because it's like, uh, yeah. So it's just, it's man. But you know what? On the other side of each of those conversations, like trust was built with that person you know what I'm saying like there's different levels of trust with each of those three conversations but it's like yeah trust I feel like I feel more secure in our relationships it's interesting to say my boss because it's like when you're in ministry it's just such a different thing than the traditional work environment because I would go to church regardless actually and have, I've been at this church 10 years. So like I have deep relationships with a lot of the people that I now work with that I had not because we were coworkers, you know what I'm saying? And, and even that is just such a weird term for me to even think about at all. Just because again, I've been a part of this church now, it'll be 11 years this year. And so it's just, you know, it's really interesting, but vulnerability though it is it is a lot of work because I had to in with each of those conversations really decide I know that this yuck in my heart could cause division you you really can't have division in any situation when you're supposed to be working together but especially in ministry and so that's always something that's in my mind that I'm just like I don't want to be the reason that there's division on our team because we are like the directors. And so that's going to be felt by the people on our teams that we work with. You know what I'm saying? And you just nah. And so it's just it's it's work, though. Right. And and I'm proud of myself because. I felt where I was starting to try to shut people out. Like I felt where I was just starting to be different. And I didn't like that because I had like, especially with one friend in particular, I, I appreciate our friendship, but I could feel when I was trying to like push him away um, not blatantly, but just subtle ways of like trying to shut down. But then I didn't like how that felt because it was contrary to like the rapport we have built, like up to that point, it, it just, you know, but that's been my, my normal patterns and habits with people. Like, it's like this fear of abandonment when you get too close, like there's this point where they're going to get tired of you or whatever. And I realized 
where that comes from is from my bio dad because I don't whether it's he gets tired of me or whatever you know it's his own issues it's not a me thing it's a him thing but I'm the one that feels the effects of it but it's just been this thing with him where it's like oh I'm so happy this oh this oh this all these these promises of this that and the other and then you you ghost me and I and you just you don't want nothing to do with me you know what I mean and and so I realize that's something that I have to fight against if I want to have deep and meaningful relationships I have like there has to be vulnerability if I ever want to be in a relationship I have to be able to tell whoever I'm with hey this is how I'm feeling this is what I'm struggling with it's not a you thing it's a me thing but just like so you're aware of what I'm going through like I have to be able to to tell him that and he has to be a safe space for that obviously but it's like I have to also be like vulnerable enough to say that instead of just start finding reasons to try to push people away because I realized that's what that's been like my natural bent you know and so it's just it's been a really interesting week um and then (sighs) I went to see my grandbaby on Friday I love him like I don't know I don't understand how people could feel any differently about their grandchild I can't always see him it makes me sad by FaceTime Kayliana almost every day. The only days I don't is when it's like super hectic and then I'm just like too tired to whatever. But I went to see him Friday and um, man, it was so funny because I was like holding him and he was like, I had him facing me, but he was like sitting on my lap and I was like talking to him and he just looked up at me and started smiling out of nowhere basically he was saying nana i love you and you're the greatest nana ever and I, and i heard i hear you and i feel the same you know what i'm saying that i love you so much and you're the greatest grandbaby ever and then they came to church today and i'm just like you know telling him i just i love you so much and you're the cutest baby ever and it's it's just so cool how loved he is and it's so cool like even watching his dad like just speak life over him and tell him things like I love you so much I'm so glad you're in our life you're my best friend and just you know stuff like that it's just yeah he's and it's so cool because he went to children's church and mind you he's never been to daycare or anything at all so I wasn't sure how he would do. I hoped it'd be all right, and I prayed, and they said he was fine. He didn't cry or anything. And so it's just he was awake and just looking around, and he's three months now, so, like, he's, you know, can hold his head up, and, um, yeah, it's just it's always a good time and I'm always like my heart is always really full after I see him just because I just think like wow this is and I I, it's so funny because I've lately and it's really interesting because so like I remember when I got divorced now mind you this was 17 years ago but I remember when I got divorced saying 
I want somebody who doesn't have any kids. And it's not because I don't like kids because I love kids, but just because I have three kids and it's not even about adding extra kids because I'll finish the rest of that thought, but it's adding extra like other people. You know what I'm saying? It's just adding a lot of extra people. And I wanted to like minimize what it would be like to have a blended family. So I remember saying, I want somebody who doesn't have kids and I'd be willing to have more kids. And it's so funny (laughs) because I'm older than I was obviously now when I said that, but it's like, it's really interesting because I've thought about that a lot lately. Like, I mean, I, and I know there are people that are like my age that have had either their first kid or had another kid, or there's just so many things. And so I've been really going back and forth with, would I have another kid? And it's so funny because when I'm with Zaire, I'm like, man, I would, even though I know like, you know, I don't know. So we'll, I mean, I'm not even dating anyone. So this is a very premature thought process but at the same time it's not because I have to already have my mind made up about certain things because if somebody having kids is like a non-negotiable and I don't want kids then I need to already know that you know what I mean or if I'm willing to have one or two more I mean we gotta have to hurry up though because you know and I'm be praying like lord make sure the baby's healthy just because and that's only because I'm older um but you know we'll see but again you know I don't know what the we'll see (laughs) looks like because I am very single you know what I mean and so yeah like um been an interesting week as always um I've really enjoyed though like I finally fully you know besides the vehicle right I am really grateful to be like that chapter is closed with um the subcontracting work that I was doing because I'm excited for the first time in my life to just be all in focused on one thing and all the things that I do are in one area because it's always been I'm I've always, I've served at this church in different ways for as long as I've been here so I'm serving I work here I live there I this that I'm also was in school at different points and just all the things that's always been how my life has been gosh for the last I want to say almost probably 15 years because what's fortunate for me is that I was able to get in the um I was able to get in the social work field before I graduated college so like while I was in school I was able to get a job in the field and so yeah it's always been this divided attention and me doing the best that I can to like make it work between many different things so it feels so nice to just be like everything I do is really just encompassed for the most part under one umbrella if nothing else because even when I start doing stuff with my company it'll be something something creative but it's going to be project based and maybe teach workshops it's not going to be any more coaching services just because 
I just, there's a lot that I do with pouring into people within the body in different ways because I lead a small group and just all these things. And so it's like, I don't really want to, I can only pour out so much. I just, I can only pour out so much. And so I have to be wise with that. And like with coaching services, it's not just like, there's just, I care too deeply for it to just be, oh, let me teach you this one thing real quick. You know what I mean? And so me knowing that about me, I got to be wise. But yeah, it's like feels really good to just be all in, as we say, with just one air, like one thing. But it's so dope that within that thing, I get to do so many different things. So it's like I am very much the type of person that like, likes to have different things to do so that I could switch from this to that. And so it's like, it's really just the perfect setup for like needing meaningful work, being in the creative space, liking to check things off the to-do list. So there are like some like, oh, this is a quick task where I just got to do this real quick or whatever. And it's not really time consuming. And then there, it's just, yeah. Um, but then there's a lot of, you know, grieving and um, even like figuring out who am I, because so much of my identity has been in being in the social work field and um, being a mom. I'm still a mom. It just looks different now. And so it's like my entire adulthood, everything that I identified as have been stripped away. Then let's even take it a step further. I am very dependent right now because I'm staying with somebody because there was, you know, for transparency's sake, as I was shifting, sacrifices were made to be able to get to where I'm at. So it's like I, to be able to devote more time to where I knew the Lord was calling me, I stopped taking, like, dwindled down my clientele. Now, didn't have rent or anything like that to think about. But it's like now, okay, I have a, you know, a consistent and steady salary. I know what I could be comfortable paying for bills. You know what I'm saying? Okay, now let's start looking for a place. But I don't have a place yet. So I'm living with someone. And then now I don't even have my own car. So I have to, mind you, anywhere I need to go, I will be able to get there. I'm literally not worried about that. But it's the whole thing about having to ask somebody for a ride and having to remind myself that I'm not a burden to people if they if they say yes right <sighs> so yeah that is where I'm at and yeah it's been such a an interesting season season an interesting season but also like a really good season like I genuinely appreciate the people that I do life with like different people for different reasons in different ways but I like I'm so appreciative of what I get to do and who I get to do it with um I spend a lot of time like it's interesting even being back in an office and like doing all that because I've worked so autonomously for such a while because even think about it when the pandemic started, I was working from home. So I was, you know, so that was in 2020. So then to be 2023, 
towards the end because we got the office studio in December. Um, then after three and a half years, <laughs> going back to okay, you got to be here from this time to this time. That was an interesting adjustment, but it's good for me because I'm more productive when I'm in a space that's kind of conducive for productivity rather than being at home where you, you're just easily distracted by so many things because your mind does not necessarily associate home with being productive. It, it associates home with like all these other things. And so, yeah, it is um very interesting season. It's even weird because I'm recording in a different way. Now, when I move, I'll get back to visuals and all that. And I'm actually excited to get back to that. And um, I already have a new desk. I didn't have a, like, traditional desk set up. I had, like, some folding tables I was using. But I was given a desk, and it was like, I wanted a desk like that. So it's just really cool. Um, and so I'm excited to get back to that, like when we get there, but, um, I, you, well, now it's Spotify for podcasters. It used to be anchor and they, I used to just, when I stopped doing visuals record on their site. Well, now they're like, you got to do it through Riverside. Now I'm not unfamiliar with them because, I had heard about them for whatever, kind of toyed around with it, but didn't do anything with it. And so it's just even I'm recording this episode in a different way. Now, what I appreciate about this is that you can actually record longer episodes. Part of the reason why my episodes were always less than 30 minutes is because that's the limit that Spotify for podcasters had on the website. Um, and so I actually can go longer than 30 minutes if needed and so I do I guess like that um we'll see if I use their visuals when I we'll see what I do when I get back to that because I really do like StreamYard um I didn't really have any issues with it that I remember it's been so long though since I recorded visuals that yeah, but I'm going to get back to it. I just, I got to, you know, y'all know how I am about my background. I'm particular about, and it's so funny because I don't know if it was Audrey, Autumn, Chris, Jay. One of them sent a clip from a podcast happy hour we did. And it's just so funny when they'll pull up these old clips of just all the different backgrounds I had because I would always make sure that I could record my show. This is honestly the first time, because I've lived different places and have stayed, like I stayed with my mom, I stayed with my brother. So like, I've lived different places in the last four years. This is the first time ever where I was like, I'm not doing visuals. And that's actually kind of crazy. And I'm, you know, but there's other content I want to record too. And it'll be a new season and cause it'll, I've never lived by myself. So that'll be different. I'm sure tears will be shed, but you know, it is what it is. So that is all I have for y'all today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Um, mentally make sure you're taking care of yourself emotionally. Make sure you are taking care of yourself 
spiritually and physically and you got to do all of those things be good to yourself so that you can be healthy in your relationship so i love y'all so much thank you for tuning in and i will talk to y'all soon bye ladies and gents this concludes transmission tune in next time for a whole new edition another adventure and mission to share be heard and clarify the vision of this whole new world for Tamara.